Ben, I'm going to come to you. In, and as I said, in a couple of ways, this notion of is there some community here, the notion of the internal for the individual. And I wonder if you'd like to comment just on your experience when you were here as a student. You were obviously the, um, the president of the Medical Students Association. You, you've seen a lot about student mental health and wellbeing and thought about it a lot. So would you like to make some comments in relation to both those things, the community and also the individual? You know, the, the mindfulness is only an individual practice or is it more than that? Yeah, thanks Gwyneth. I mean, first of all, I'd echo the sentiment that there needs to be a whole of institution response to issues like uh, well-being of employees or students. That's why the first recommendation I make in my report is that there needs to be a tone from the top that supports mental health as something that's important to the institution as a whole. And I think the best example that I saw of that was from Queen's University where the Vice-Chancellor there has gone on public record making very supportive comments about the centrality of mental health to that institution. Sadly, that followed a spate of student suicides and what I'd love to see in Australia is that we can get to that point without needing the same sort of terrible trigger. As to mindfulness as an individual pursuit and as a community activity, though, or community activities more broadly, I spoke earlier about I see value in something like mindfulness or cognitive behavioural therapy as building an individual skill, something to put into your own toolbox for when you have challenges in any aspect of your life. But Oxford University had an interesting uh, use of mindfulness in that they're structured around colleges. So every student at Oxford is a member of a particular college and uh, mostly students would live at that college uh, or at college accommodation for much of their degree. There's a gentleman called Chris Cullen who's done a lot of work originally from schools in the United Kingdom and then he's gone on to teach mindfulness to members of parliament in the United Kingdom and he also runs the Centre for Mindfulness at Oxford University and goes into those Oxford colleges and offers mindfulness courses uh, I think over eight weeks. And there's a co-pay model there, so the university makes a contribution and each of the students who participate pay about £40 for that course, about £5 per session. What's really nice about what they've done there is that after Chris has delivered this mindfulness course, there's then an ongoing opportunity for students to practice mindfulness, not just on their own, but collectively within the colleges and so a different college will host a mindfulness night uh, on average about once a week and they'll have you know, a two pound contribution that covers the, the tea and biscuits uh, that you'd expect from a British institution. But it also provides then something like a club for students to come together and that is really important I think not just in terms of helping to reinforce a mindfulness practice. I know myself you know there are times when I'm really good and make a strong effort to practice mindfulness and there are lots of times when I get really busy and distracted and put it uh, by the side but just the same as we find you know for I like to run as well if you're part of a running group it's often much easier to motivate yourself to get out of bed on a Saturday morning if you know that there are other people waiting for you and who are going to help cheer you on so I think that Oxford example and to a lesser extent Monash University in Australia has also done the same can actually take something like mindfulness or that you could you know insert intervention X here uh, and you could use it both as an individual pursuit as well as the stimulus for creating then a community bond which both reinforces the practice as well as providing all of those other corollary benefits of a strong and positive community where people are coming together and supporting one another. 
as a student, I think those types of clubs and societies are one of the great strengths of the University of Sydney. And so the more we can have activities that are not just related to uh, a social event, i.e. a drinking event, the better as well, um, which links in with my earlier comment about substance misuse being one of the key issues affecting young people.